0: A couple of weeks ago, an industry friend who retired to ride his bike full-time – I'm still mad about that – sent me an article. His email said, Ginny, you'll enjoy this Substack post about the changing role of racing in the bike industry market right up until the halfway point where I predict you will not enjoy it at all. Because it came from him and because it's about bike racing, I dug right in. And he was right. I loved it until about the halfway point when the author said, Quote, Most marketing organizations operate off some version of a Paiso media model. Not credited for those of you paying attention at home. He goes on to say, The Paiso model is a great framework provided you have a large audience. But what happens to the value of this model when a large input, like live racing, goes down? The entire model softens up and now something that was providing great value to a brand needs to be reevaluated. Putting aside the fact that the author used to work for Red Bull, where he learned the PESOL model framework, and I've never seen any credit from them on it or from him, me thinks he doesn't understand the model at all. It's not meant to be used only in large organizations with large audiences, nor is it designed to work only with large input works. On the contrary, it was designed to work for every sized organization with audiences as small as just your mom, all the way up to Swifty level. On this week's Spin Sucks podcast episode, we'll go through a Paisal model primer as it was intended to use and not as it's been bastardized by large companies that think they can get away with not giving credit to its creator. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks Podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks Podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. I'd like to focus for a second on the article about bike racing and how live racing has declined, which from the author's point of view means the peso model has softened. This isn't unlike what the rest of us are facing with earned media. In January alone, there were hundreds of layoffs at publications across the country Getting a journalist's attention was hard enough before that happened, and now we have to contend with even less attention from the people who hold the cards at the business and consumer publications. Earned media in the traditional sense is becoming almost impossible, but that doesn't mean the PESOL model is soft. By its very nature, it can be used to evolve with the times and find new ways to earn the credibility our organization respects. In the case of cycling, live bike racing coverage may be down because traditional media aren't covering it anymore. But there are still lots of opportunities for earned media. For instance, the Substack author himself is an influencer who can be pitched stories and help prop up the cycling industry. He's clearly passionate about it. And because I am also passionate about cycling, I know there are many more people like him out there. We don't have to rely on traditional methods. Think about things like trade publications, Substack authors, LinkedIn newsletter authors, <laughs> and podcasters, again, like LinkedIn live hosts, review sites, bloggers, YouTubers, social media stars, micro-influencers, and more. These are all earned media opportunities. Yes, there may be some you have to pay, just like you do with some publications, but the majority want to bring great content to their audiences, just like journalists do. There also is an opportunity for some, not all, but some of your execs to do some cool and new things with the big publications. Take, for instance, what Dan Pink is launching with The Washington Post as an example. During the next year, in a column titled Why Not?, he's going to spend time imagining what's possible. It's a wonderful idea for both earned and owned media, and I'm excited to see where he takes it. Now, I know not everyone is Dan Pink, and you can't just pick up the phone and call the post and pitch your subject matter expert or CEO for something like this. But if you put that aside and think, how can I use our organization's expertise to provide a monthly column to one of our trade publications? Now you're looking at completely new earned media opportunities that not everyone is doing. And if you take it a step further to do something that's provocative, like Dan Pink is doing, upsetting the boat a little bit in your industry. There's an opportunity there, and there's an opportunity there for all of us, not just for Dan Pink level. And while lots and lots of you are adamantly opposed, there is a rise of a new type of journalist called, hold your breath, the TikTok news anchor. Don't get me wrong. I agree this is risky because they aren't bound by the same standards as the traditional journalist. But this is where we are right now, and it's not going to change. For many years now, people have gotten their news from social media. It might be from an old high school friend, a parent friend, or some random person on social media who you just like how they think. And now regular people are staking their claim as social media news anchors, just as TMZ did back in the day. So no, the peso model is not soft. We just have to reimagine how to use the earned media leg of the model differently. Let's talk about what else to consider in the peso model in 2024, shall we? For those of you brand new to the model, it takes the four media types, paid, earned, shared, and owned, and merges them together. In paid media, it doesn't refer to big fancy commercials and highly creative print ads. On the contrary, paid media for a communications program is social media advertising, sponsored content, email marketing. It's having budget for those times that you have to pay for awareness, such as on CNBC or with some influencers. It's boosting content and having native advertising. In some cases, your marketing department will work with you on this. In others, it's entirely up to you. The point is to be sure it's included in your plans, programs, and campaigns. Now, we've already spent a good amount of time talking about the earned media piece of this, but this is what PR is known for, media relations. As we've discussed, it has evolved and now includes more than just journalists. But the point is to earn the story, the link, the SEO juice, the credibility, and the brand awareness. It's earning it, okay? So do this through anyone who serves an audience that you need to reach. Shared media is also known as social media, both public and private. It includes social networking, community, partnerships, distribution, and promotion. It's on Discord and Slack. It's on Reddit and TikTok. And it's on Instagram and LinkedIn. Owned media is otherwise known as content. It's something you own and it lives on your website or blog. You control the messaging and tell the story in a way you want it told. It is not content you create solely for another site, such as LinkedIn or Medium or Substack, a monthly Forbes column, or Reels or Stories on social media. You may rent your content to those spots, but for it to fall under owned media, it has to live on something you or the organization own. Now, when you integrate the four media types, you may also find that you have influencer marketing, lead generation, inbound marketing, charity tie-ins, CSR, user-generated content, AI search, publishing platforms, and SEO. And when the PESO model is working at its best, it creates the golden ticket, E-E-A-T, expertise, experience, authority, and trust but how do you win that golden ticket? In just a minute, I'll talk you through how to grab it for yourself without waiting for a candy genius to give it to you. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's dot co slash spin sucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts. The PayScale Model Certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PayScale Model Certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. Welcome back. So we've discussed how and why the PESO model isn't soft. It's evolving like everything else we do. We've talked about what it is and where to start. And now I'd like to walk you through how to use it in 2024 and beyond. First thing first. People always ask what to start with in a peso model program. My answer, of course, is it depends. But I can say that generally you'll start with owned. This is because without content, you have nothing to share on social media, nothing to prove your expertise for earned media, and nothing to boost for paid media. So be thinking about sharing, proving, and boosting. You'd start with a different type of media in some instances, but the vast majority of you will start with owned. With that in mind, let's start with owned. Owned media, as we discussed, is content you own. I don't consider content that's created specifically for social or places such as LinkedIn or Medium as owned content. While you own the content because you created it, you have leased it to those sites. And if they go away, so does your content. If you want to truly own it and never lose it, always publish on your site first and then use those outposts for distribution and promotion. Owned media in 2024 doesn't look much different than content in 2023 or previous to that. The goal remains to create the best content on the internet for your topic. If you do that, it won't matter what artificial intelligence brings to your workday, what changes Google makes, if a social media network dies, please let it be Twitter, or if your subject matter expert leaves the company. Create the best content on the internet for your topic demonstrate the expertise and experience of your subject matter experts, and in turn, that will build authority and trust. That is the golden ticket. Don't forget, that is what you are after, the golden ticket. Proving experience, expertise, authority, and trust. Now, shared media is definitely not one-size-fits-all, and how you use it depends on your objectives and the type of business that you are. For instance, I'd have difficulty making the case to use TikTok for a manufacturing plan, but a consumer business that sells anti-aging moisturizers would definitely want to use it. We're all curious about threads, but it hasn't yet proven to be something to use in business, and unfortunately is not, yet anyway, a Twitter killer. There might be reason for you to use Discord over Slack, but not Reddit over LinkedIn. Pay attention to everything you can use, but be strategic about where you spend your time. That said, Video should be top of your list. A few things for you to think about as you consider how to use video in your Paisal model program specifically as it relates to shared media. Number one, while a good majority of Gen Z uses TikTok and Instagram, 66% and 62% respectively, Pew Research reports that 95%, 95% of teens use YouTube. That's more than any other social media platform. Keeping that in mind, YouTube Shorts is a place to put some emphasis. Video, go where the people are. Number two, according to internal research from Google, roughly 40% of Gen Z also uses TikTok and Instagram for search. This makes video doubly important, of course, but also for social media optimization. Captions, inclusive of keywords and descriptive data, can help improve your discoverability on those social media platforms. And number three, your video should be short, hence YouTube. Shorts, although Instagram is increasing the length of video you can upload. According to TikTok data, though, nearly half of users say videos longer than 60 seconds are stressful. Longer than 60 seconds are stressful. Most brands using this trend on social media effectively today post content that's 15 to 20 seconds. And for B2B organizations, think about how to use LinkedIn to deeply personalize content using your subject matter experts. LinkedIn has already rolled out some algorithm changes that prioritize professionalism, including one that focuses on knowledge and advice, especially among subject matter experts and people within a user's network. LinkedIn says its users find content the most valuable when it's rooted in knowledge, same thing with Google, especially if it's posted by someone they know. So if you want your organization's posts to gain momentum in 2024, you must work even harder to build your personal network and followers. And just like you've always done, figure out where your audience already is and where your future audience is and commit to those social networks. You don't have to be everywhere, but you do have to be smart about where you are and use each effectively. We've already talked about earned media quite a bit, so I'm not going to belabor the point, but consider how you'll use earned media in new ways that help you continue building credibility and brand awareness without the traditional journalists, or perhaps better stated, by not solely relying on the traditional journalists. And then lastly, paid media is going to be even more important for communicators than in years past. That's because Google has phased out third-party cookies, which means it's become increasingly more challenging for marketers and advertisers to reach audiences through their behavior. This is important for communicators because paid media is all about personalization and customization for each audience, which, by the way, is what we do and what we're good at. So paid media in 2024 will focus on first-party data, such as email addresses, contextual targeting, cohort modeling, location targeting, and predictive audiences. In combination with the things you already know about paid media, so content boosting, native content, strategic partnerships, or sponsored content, There will also be a move toward working with podcasters for untraditional opportunities, such as sponsorships and host-read scripts. In related news, we're going to open up sponsorship opportunities to this very podcast this year, so let me know if that's something that interests you. If you do your job well, you'll combine earned, paid, and shared here by working with podcasters to create strategic partnerships. Now that you have a PESO model working well for your content, you have to measure the work that you've done. The best way to learn how to do this right now is to take the free, 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 free Fundamentals of Media Measurement course I just launched with Muckrack. Once you've earned your certificate from going through the lessons, you'll have a good foundation for enhancing your measurement efforts. And if you want to go more in-depth into each media type, how they all work together, how to set goals, and how to sell it to your executive team or clients, check out The Ultimate Guide to the Peso Model. I'll link to it in the show notes on SpinSucks, or you can find it by going to so, Spinsux.com slash ultimate hyphen peso model hyphen guide. So spinsuckscom ultimate peso model guide with a hyphen between ultimate peso and model. So Spinsux.com slash ultimate peso model guide. Before I go, I would love it if you would leave a review, especially if you like what you've heard. And if you'd like to learn more about how to use the PASO model as your comms efforts evolve and you're not already a part of the Spin Sucks community, get your butt over there. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free, it's fun, it's smart, and you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week.